اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم سورت صاد آیا نمبر 41 وذکر ان منشن عبدنا اور سرونٹ ایوب ایوب علیہ السلام meaning also take a lesson from the example of Prophet Ayyub alayhi salam. At the beginning of the surah, we learned about the various criticisms that the mushrikeen of Makkah hurled at the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, baseless criticism. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam was advised to be patient over what the people say and take example from who? From the servant of Allah, Dawood alayhi salam. So the example of Dawood was mentioned. And then of Sulaiman And now Ayyub Meaning also take a lesson of strength, of patience from Prophet Ayyub And notice how it is said, وَذْكُرْ عَبْدَنَا Our servant. Everyone is Allah's servant. But when Ayyub is described as our servant, this is for the purpose of honor. Abdana, our servant, he really showed servitude. He really showed that he was a servant to Allah, that Allah was his master. So what Abdana Ayyub? What is the story of Ayyub alayhi salam? Idh when nada, he called out from nida. He called out to who? Rabbahu, to his Lord. And what did he say in his nida, in his plea? That anni, indeed I, masani, it has touched me. Indeed it has touched me, meaning he has touched me. Who has touched me? Ashaytanu, the shaytan. Indeed, shaytan has touched me with binusbin, with nusb, with hardship. Wa'adab and also adab, torment. He said, O oh my Lord, indeed shaytan has touched me with hardship and torment. So what exactly is he asking for? He's not really asking for something. He's mentioning his state before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is similar to how Musa alayhi salam, he said, Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khayrin faqeer. He didn't say, Oh my Lord, give me this and give me that and give me that. No, he just mentioned his state before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That, Oh my Lord, I am needy of any good thing that you can send my way. And this is one of the best ways of making dua. And this is another form of wasila. Wasila, a means of drawing closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like for instance, when a person is making dua, he mentions the names of Allah. He mentions the attributes of Allah in order to have his dua accepted. And another way is that we also mention our state, our state of neediness before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because this is something that invites the mercy of Allah. So he said, إِذْ نَادَ رَبَّهُ أَمِّي مَسَّنِيَ الشَّيْطَانُ بِنُصْبٍ وَعَذَابٍ Shaytan has touched me. The word masa, mas, mas is to touch something. And it's used for an affliction also. So shaytan has touched me بِنُصْب What is the word nusb? Nusb, noon, sad, ba. Nusb means mashaqqa, hardship. It's used for darar, for some kind of harm, for some bodily affliction. From the same root is the word nasaba. And nasaba is to fix something, to set up something. And nusb is used for shiddatu tarib, extreme tiredness. 
extreme physical exhaustion. Why? What's the connection over here with nasaba to fix? Because when a person is extremely tired, then are they able to stay sitting? Are they able to remain uh, standing in one position? No. They cannot keep composure in their body. Right? They end up lying down. Have you ever seen on planes how people are sleeping? It's amazing how cramped, how tiny those seats are. But it's interesting how people will somehow you know, fall asleep, put their head here, put their foot there, you know, do something or the other because they cannot sit straight. Right? Nasaba is not possible. Because of the nusb, shiddatu tarb, so they're not able to keep themselves straight. This is the state of nusb. When a person is suffering from such illness, from such affliction, that he's not able to remain straight anymore. He's not able to keep himself together anymore. He begins to fall apart. There's so much weakness within the body that a person is not able to even sit straight. So shaitan has afflicted me with nusb. From the same root, the word nasib, not nasib, rather nasib, noon sad ba, with a kasra under the sad. Nasib is used for a marib, a sick person, a person who's suffering from some illness. So shaitan has afflicted me with extreme illness. Wa'adab, and also torment. What is adab? Adab, suffering, pain, which is experienced in one's body, in one's nafs. It's also used for punishment. Because a punishment, even though it may be physical, like for example, a person is locked up in a jail. Or for instance, he is chained up. Now those chains might be physically hurting him. However, in addition to the physical pain, is there any mental, emotional pain because of that? There is. When a person is punished, even if it's something like, you know, you're given detention in school, there is the physical hardship of writing something a hundred times. I don't know if you guys ever got that kind of detention. I will never do this again, or, or a statement like that, writing that down a hundred times. Or for instance, running around the field, maybe fifty times. There is a physical a side to it, a physical suffering with it. But in addition to the physical suffering, there is also... Emotional, mental distress. So, adab is referring to the torment, meaning the inner torment that Ayyub salam was suffering in his illness. Ayyub salam, his story is not unknown. We have learned his story earlier also in Surah Al-Anbiya. And over here it is mentioned that the mas of shaitan, the touch of shaitan caused him to suffer hardship and great turmoil. What is this must of shaitan referring to? We see that shaitan can physically affect the human being. Shaitan can physically affect the human being. So it is said that Ayyub salam was touched by shaitan and the touch of shaitan is the physical harm that shaitan afflicted Ayyub salam with because of which his entire skin erupted with blisters. In the Bible, in the book of Job, verse 7, it is said, Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. Meaning his entire skin, his entire body was covered in blisters. This was the touch of shaitan. Jinn can physically harm a person also. And sometimes strange ailments, strange diseases, they come about, a person is suffering from them, and there is basically no diagnosis. The doctors even are not able to figure out what the actual problem is, what the root cause is.
For instance, for istihada, what is istihada? Excessive hayub, meaning a menstrual period that does not stop, that just continues and continues. 10 days, 15 days, even 15 days it's not over. 30 days, it's not over. There's this constant bleeding. The Prophet ﷺ said that this istihada is a strike caused by shaitan. Meaning this is the result of shaitan's affliction on a woman. And this is why part of the treatment of istihada, of excessive hayd is that we seek refuge with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala against the shaitan. We say the mu'awwidat, we say our du'as of protection, we increase in our remembrance of Allah, so that shaitan is not able to harm us in this way. So Ayyub was physically harmed by shaitan. Physically. In Surah Al-Baqarah we learn that الَّذِينَ يَأْكُلُونَ riba لَا يَقُومُونَ إِلَّا كَمَا يَقُومُ الَّذِي يَتَخَبَّطُهُ الشَّيْطَانُ مِنَ الْمَسِ A person who is driven to insanity because of the physical touch of shaitan. Meaning shaitan has afflicted him with a physical problem. Now, the mas of shaitan is not just hissi. It's not just physical. The touch of shaitan, the affliction caused by shaitan is physical. And it can also be manawi, it can also be nafsi. Meaning, the distress that shaitan causes inside a person, in his mind, in his heart. Through what? Through waswasa, Through evil whisperings. Shaitan whispered to Ayyub salam in his illness with feelings of impatience, anxiousness, restlessness. You see, when you're ill, isn't it so easy to start thinking negatively about yourself? Or about others? You get upset with others for no reason, or you begin to feel so down because of the constant attack of shaitan. Or what happens is that because of our physical weakness, shaitan incites others against us, or he incites us against others, you know, creating problems within people. So Ayyub attributed all of this nusb adab to who? To shaitan. He attributed all of this to who? To shaitan. Even though everything happens by whose permission and whose will and whose decree? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So why does he say that shaitan has afflicted me? Basically out of adab, out of respect for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not to attribute evil directly to Allah. And also we can derive from this that literally the suffering that Ayyub was afflicted with was the work of shaitan. Because shaitan can harm a person in this way. Certainly Ayyub suffered a great trial. And what was his trial? A long, painful illness. Not just that, but financial loss. He was extremely wealthy and he lost much of his wealth. Then we also learn about loss of family and loved ones. His children died, his loved ones, his close relatives, they passed away. And in addition to all of that, he experienced the bitter side of people. What happens is that when everything's good, people are good with you. But when you're suffering from something, then people initially, they pity you, they feel bad for you, and then they might even start saying negative things about you or to you. Like for example, this must be because of something wrong that you're doing. You know, if this person is suffering from so much distress, from so many problems in their life, they must be doing some private sin. And these words, they hurt a lot. You know, the first thing is that you are suffering. And what hurts even more is when people talk negatively about you. 
they start assuming wrong things about you. They start spreading rumors about you. That hurts the most. So Ayyub salam definitely he suffered a great trial. Now the thing is suffering, no matter how big or small it is, does it mentally disturb a person? It does. And one may start off as being very patient, but there are moments when shaitan gets to us. Any trial that we're suffering, like for example, a woman is trying to get married and she cannot find the perfect spouse. You know, initially she's like, sabr, sabr, inshallah, things will work out whenever it's good. But then eventually down the road, after like five, six, seven years, there are moments when she feels frustrated. And that's normal. It happens. You're going through some financial trouble. At the beginning you're like, sabr, sabr, inshallah, I'll do this so well. But then what happens? There are moments when shaitan doesn't leave you, keeps putting waswasa in your head, you shake them off, you say, A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem. This is from shaitan. I have opened Allah. I will do tawakkul ala Allah. But shaitan doesn't leave you. This is the adab. You know, one is the physical pain, the trial, and on top of that, adab. We don't want to say anything negative. We don't want to think anything negative about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what happens? Shaitan doesn't leave us. And he keeps filling our minds, our hearts with fears, with negative thoughts, with worries. And there comes a point that dealing with the stress of it all becomes harder than dealing with the actual illness or suffering. The actual suffering, yes it's bad. But dealing with the inner stress that shaitan is creating, that becomes much harder. The mental agony, the inner distress becomes far greater than the disease or the problem one is outwardly suffering from. So one is the outward suffering and the other is the inner suffering. Outward suffering, external, financial, physical, social, you know, family related, whatever it may be. It's bad. But because of shaitan, the inner, you know, distress, it becomes much more harder to deal with. So Ayyub alayhi salam, he fought this inner distress. And he never said a word of complaint. All he said was, Anni masaniya shaytanu bi nusbin wa'adhab. As if it's getting too much. As if, you know, shaytan was not leaving him. In Surah Al-Anbiya, ayah 83, we learn, وَأَيُّوبَ إِذْ نَادَى رَبَّهُ أَنِّي مَسَّنِيَ الضُّرُّ وَأَنْتَ أَرْحَمُ الرَّاحِمِينَ That, oh my Lord, I have been afflicted with dhur, and you are the most merciful of those who show mercy. The Prophet ﷺ said, the people who are tested the most severely are who? are the prophets of Allah. Then the righteous, then the next best, and then the next best. So Ayyub salam didn't just experience this physical illness, or financial loss, or the loss of his loved ones and family, but also the inner distress that was caused by shaitan. And he describes it as adab. And in that he called out to his Lord, humbling himself before Allah, knowing that there was no refuge except with Allah. You see this inner distress a person experiences, what does it do? It empties your heart of everything but Allah. Because you realize that even people are not worth relying upon. Even yourself, your own power, your own abilities, whatever it may be, they're not worth relying upon. So in the state he called out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it was said to him, Urkud. It was said to him, Urkud, strike. Birijlika with your foot. Urkud, from the root letters, Ra, Kaf, Dad. 
Rakaba. And what does Rakaba mean? To strike something with one's foot. Right? Like for instance it is said, Rakaba Thawba. He struck his garment. You know for example if your abaya or something is too long so then it gets tangled in your foot and you kick it or something. So Rakaba Thawba. Likewise Rakaba Al-Arba. He struck the ground with his foot. Also it is said, Rakaba Al-Farasa. He struck the horse. With what? With his foot in order to make the horse run faster. So, Urkub Birijlika. Strike with your foot. Rijl is foot. Rajul is man and Rijl is? Rijl is foot. So, strike with your foot. What? It's not mentioned here but it's understood. Strike the ground with your foot. Meaning, exactly where you are, lying down or sitting, wherever you are, right there and then, strike your foot on the ground. And what will happen? What happened when he did that? A spring of water, it gushed forth. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Hada, this is, meaning the spring that has gushed out from the place where you struck your foot, this is mughtasalun baridun. It is mughtasal that is barid. What is mughtasal? Ghain, seen, lam. What does ghusl mean? To take a bath. To wash something. Ghusala, to wash. Ghusl is to take a bath. And mughtasal is that from which bath is taken. Meaning, water that is for bathing. So this is a mughtasal, meaning this water, use it for washing yourself, bathing yourself. But it is barid. Ba-ra-dal. That which is cool. A cool bath. Now you might wonder, cool bath? No, I like hot showers. Right? The thing is, when you're suffering from any skin problem, you know, heat, it makes it worse. Doesn't it? You need to calm it down. You need something that's cooling, that's comforting. And that is what barid is. Barid is such cool, that is comforting, that is pleasing. Think of the summer, don't think of the winter. Alright? Think of the summer, when it's hot, it's burning. You have a cool drink, isn't it satisfying? Why is it that you turn the air conditioning on? To comfort yourself. So, مُغْتَسَلٌ baridun. This is a cool, comforting bath. Meaning, wash yourself with it and it will relieve you. It will calm you. It will bring shifa to you. Wa and sharabun, Also a drink. Meaning, use the spring water to wash yourself and also drink this water. In Surah Al-Anbiya, ayah number 84, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the dua of Ayyub alayhi salam, and he says, فَاسْتَجَبْنَا لَهُ So we responded to him, فَكَشَفْنَا مَا بِهِ مِن ضُرٍ And we removed from him whatever dhur he had. So how was he given shifa? Through this spring water. So when the water gushed forth, he washed himself with it, and he drank from it, and because of it, every ailment that had affected him internally and externally disappeared. You see, when we're angry, what are we told? What are we told? If you're sitting, stand up, right? If you're standing, sit down. Change your position and then also do wudu. Drink water. Why? Because it calms you down. Right? Wash yourself. Drink water because it calms you down. So he was told, wash yourself and drink water to deal with this nusb and adab. 
it will cure you externally and internally. The physical disease will go away and the inner adab that shaitan has caused you will also disappear. And how often does it happen that you know we're cranky, we're moody, we're upset, whatever is happening, we're not happy inside. And we get that nice cup of coffee and khalas, everything's good. Or we get that nice cool drink or we have some water and everything's good. Assalamu alaikum. Cold shower is good for back pain. If you have back pain and you take cold shower, if, you know, you will feel better, maybe 70%. And if you have fever, if you drink water, you will sweat and you feel better. I experience. Subhanallah. Right? We think that it's always heat that is helpful. No, it's also cold, which is why we have that ice pack thing, right? I never understood ice packs. Because when I feel hurt, I want something warm to make me feel cozy. But you know, that only aggravates the problem. So depending on the situation, sometimes cool and sometimes hot. So Ayyub was given this fresh spring water for his shifa. I want you to notice something. First of all, he was told, Urkub birijlika, strike with your foot. Now the place, the ground that you strike with your foot, where is it? It's right beneath you. And in that spring was his shifa. The shifa was right beneath his feet. But he only learned about it when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed. And the bath and the drink only cured him when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed. Because I'm sure during this illness he drank water. And he also washed himself. Because according to hadith we learned that he suffered for 18 years. So during that time, he must have had water to drink and he must have washed himself, definitely. But the fact was that he was meant to be cured at this time. Which is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put shifa for him in water. Amazing. You know, we think that the more complicated an ailment is, the more complicated the treatment is. Isn't it? But it's amazing how simple the shifa was. Because the shifa is given by who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is also said that there is no such thing as perfect medication. Why? Because a medication that might work for your friend may never work for you. Because each person is different. You see, medication is a means. And Allah is a shafi, the one who allows those means to take effect. So for Ayyub salam, the shifa was in water, and that water was right beneath his feet, but it only worked when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed. What's the lesson in this? What's the lesson in this? Hmm? Trust in Allah. Ask Him for shifa. And believe that medication or treatment will only work when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will allow it to work. Now this doesn't mean that we don't adopt any means. No, we definitely adopt means. Because Ayyub was told to strike his foot. If you think about it, how often does it happen that a person strikes his foot and water gushes out of there? Does it happen? Does it happen? No, it doesn't generally happen. Maryam was told in her labor, shake the tree, date palm tree. Can any average person shake a date palm tree? Seriously, is it possible? No. But she was told, shake the tree, 
Ayyub is told, strike the ground with your foot. Why? Because you have to adopt the means that you can. Even though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can give without those means also, but you have to take the means that you can take. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put barakah. He will bless. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will create the results. He will create the effect. So this is a very important concept that we have to understand. Because either we rely completely on you know, the fact that, okay, just make dua and do nothing. Or we say do everything and don't bother making dua. Or we make dua with shak. No, it has to be a beautiful combination of uh, asbab as well as tawakkul. Right? Of adopting means as well as relying upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Ayyub alayhi salam, he struck the ground with his foot, the water gushed out, and with that he was cured of his external and internal distress.